0: Good afternoon good night good day wherever you are this is unleashed unapologetically and with me this evening i have era nicole williams she is she's awesome you know her and i we've been we built that relationship from i guess since last year day one right yes,
1: yes. and
0: um <laughs> it's been ongoing we have joined each other's group where we support each other so she is Redefining what it means to be a virtuous woman in in the modern day. With her passion to spread the message of Jesus Christ, she is connecting women from across the globe to refine their identity as a woman of God. Her message is clear. We are ambassadors of Christ set apart to change the g- generations before us as an executive life coach her and i we went to the same program right <laughs> yes we did, we did we yes did. yes so that's i think that's what brought us to building that relationship so as a life coach and executive life coach era has spent years ministering the women empowering them to become what god sees not the world She believes that marriage is the most important role a woman will have in her life. And why is that? Well, God honors marriage. It is the first institute created after the creation of the universe. Your earthly marriage should be a representation of our heavenly marriage. Becoming a wife is a part of God's divine plan. So she brought along many other information that I know we would learn from because, you know, as a wife of a minister, her herself has been in church, ministering women and helping women build that empowerment just so they too can go along and do the work of God. She is all set, I would say, you know? Um, so Era also, she has devoted herself to fulfill many other tasks. And Without further ado, I know I like running with those information, but hey, (laughs) Hey. (laughs) let's just have you up here. Good evening. How are you Era?
1: I am great. And thank you so much. I really appreciate the invite. This is my, um, yeah, this is one of my first official podcasts. So I'm really, Mm -hmm. really excited about it. So thank you for inviting me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's so many things that we get to speak about this evening. And to start, let's just go in to tell us what got you to first start in ministry and then from ministry to guide yourself through coaching?
1: Um, Well, I I, I know it starts way back, (laughs) way back when. When um, I was a little girl, I had so many challenges um, growing up, and I'm gonna just go deep into it. It's gonna be a (laughs) no-huddle. I'm just just gonna tell it all today. So, I mean, I had many challenges as a young girl. Um, You know, I grew up in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, I love New (laughs) Orleans. I grew up in New Orleans. (laughs) Yes. I love my city. I grew up in New Orleans. Um, My mom and my father is from that city. Um, My mom was the mistress. I'm just going to say she was the mistress. So I grew up in um, that environment of seeing my mom with my father, but understanding that he had another family and how he kind of raised me. I was a secret child for several Mm -hmm. years. So, um, throughout you know being a part of that and dealing with that i dealt with a lot of insecurities growing up and i dealt with a lot of acceptance issues Mm -hmm. and just over time you know that spiraled out of control and Mm -hmm. it just caused me to get into a lot of situations Mm -hmm. um throughout Mm -hmm. my you know youth teenage years and young adulthood that um almost cost me my life Mm -hmm. so that that's where it, it definitely uh springs from so I have so many things that I want to share today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well um, we have what? We have a good time. So we can mm-hmm. div, you know, go deep in and dive, you mm-hmm. know, and swim in the pool. <laughs> have some coconuts, you know, margarita. <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. Definitely. But I I do feel like that, you know, those experiences that I had is the reason how I ended up in coaching. Um, I've been doing it for a very long time, but I really didn't know what it was, Um, you know, when I was younger. uh, Because I was the person that everybody would come to. They would need help. They would always want advice. I was always the support for so many other people. And then throughout the years, I was like, what is this? I knew it was a natural gift. Um, And as throughout the years, I learned that it was actually a calling, Um, not just a gift, but actual calling um, for my life. So once I figured out what that was, I said, "Okay, so this is something I actually can do for a living. It's called life coaching." um so you know through research and throughout the years of just reading up on it trying to find different um schools or institutions that i can attend i finally got the courage to just take it serious um and pursue it professionally um after i overcame so many different obstacles and right now here we are i'm an executive life coach um author Um, and co-ministered to my husband's ministry, land-related ministry. So,
0: amen to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As as you were talking, I was listening to you
0: and you sharing your stories to what got you to being where you are now. And it all started because, of course, you had to go in a um, discovery of you know who you are because you first of all you see yourself as an outside child you know it's like okay i'm being hidden i'm not you know the child that i should be for my father so that alone kind of puts so much pressure on you i'm assuming because mm-hmm. you're saying to yourself okay what does that say about me and do mm-hmm. does that give me value You know, why am I not able to be in front of everybody when it comes to my father? So, you know, again, you were also saying what got you into coaching and how it is a calling. It is indeed a calling because, you know, it's through the spiritual being of when you feel that, okay, I do this, I talk to people, I encourage people, I get them to go places. But yet what is it that I do what, how do we call that you know mm-hmm. and for you to discover that aha uh-huh, that's what it is you know mm-hmm. and dive into it it's mm-hmm. helping you now to be amongst women and helping women grow so tell right. us how did you get in the ministry in the church itself what got you started in church were you always in church
1: um. Yes. Well, I grew up in church. Like, my mother always had us in church. I remember being in church as young as two years old. <laughs> so I've always been in church, um, around church, heard the word of God my entire life. Um, you know, after uh, the situation, you know, I was telling you about my father as a teenager. Of course, that kind of spiraled and I became a teen mom because I was searching so many years for acceptance. I was trying to find my identity. So, I mean, at the age of 16, I became a teen mom. Um, And then at the age of 18, I became another, (laughs) I became a parent of a second child. Um, So I had two kids at the age of 18 and I was in the church and I was active in the church at that time. Um, So I did know the word of God, but you know, I was still dealing with my own inner um, issues. So um, I got married at the age of 18 and, you know, I thought that was the right thing to do because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be married. Mm -hmm. So I tried to right my wrong, but, you know, I didn't realize what I was doing at that time. I was so young. So um, I got married at the age of 18 and then I ended up um, becoming um, a mom again at the age of 21 two with triplets so mm. by the age of yes so I had two children and I'm in high school by the age of 22 I had five and uh <laughs> I was a mother of five and 22 so that was a lot in itself okay mm. that's that's a lot but I was married but the unfortunate part I was in a relationship we both were young and I ended up in an abusive marriage so I was in an abusive mm. marriage for about eight years uh-huh. Uh-huh. so that really kind of sparked the woman that you've seen today because just being in a situation I don't know if you ever been around an abused woman or have experienced it for yourself it is Um, life changing if you make it out of it that particular situation that I was in I don't even know how I was able to be here today but I know it was the hand of God that was over my life Mm -hmm. but there was just so many instances and I'll tell you a little bit about it later you know in the book where I had to jump out of moving cars Mm -hmm. where I was you know choked out unconsciously where I was you know um, locked in closets like it was just so many things that happened mm. to me throughout um those years and I knew it was God's hand that kept me through and gave me the strength to escape right right so. And thank you for sharing that you know um because I'm, I'm and I'm
0: very glad that you did because of, there are many in the audience you know that Mm-hmm. are going through you know those kind of events in their lives traumas you know and those kind of crisis and many do not know how to step up for themselves how to you know say to themselves that you know i'm a woman of god i you know i will conquer i will come out of this victoriously and you know hearing you sharing that you know it's it it is empowering for many of you who are listening because what's going to happen, it's going to give you the boost to think about you because you have to be able to think about you, your healthy self, your well being and your children. Because you had five children at that
1: time, right? Right. Right. I did have five children at that time. And so many women that I've talked to or, you know, just know myself, they would use their choose children as a reason to stay mm-hmm. in those situations and not take care of themselves. But I used my children as a motivation to mm-hmm. get out of the situation. I didn't want my children to... Uh, I didn't want my sons to learn to be abusers because it's a learned mm-hmm. behavior. And I didn't want to, you know, show my daughters that this is okay. Um, yes. You know, I yes. don't want them to feel like it's okay that a man can treat them like that. So, um, yeah, I just use that, my mm-hmm. children as motivation to leave. But throughout that process, my, my relationship with God developed so much. Mm-hmm. I grew so mm-hmm. much um, in wisdom and knowledge just understanding who he is and through that i was able to build relationship trust him believe in him and he was Mm -hmm. like okay if i'll see you through this i will see you through anything so Mm i i escaped that situation with five kids and god has sustained me for years Mm -hmm. with being a single mother with five kids i never went homeless Mm -hmm. i never you know i never starved and i depended on god to make that move Mm -hmm. and 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 that's what i'm all about i'm all about believing in god and what he tell you um Mm -hmm. to do just do it and trust Him. so Mm -hmm. um i did that and today you know my daughter she's graduating college this year congratulations Um, i have my yes thank you (laughs) They'll be seniors. This, you know, happened so long ago, but they're seniors this year and they'll be graduating next year.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you
1: know, uh, God is good.
0: (laughs) Yes, all the time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It is, you know, lovely to hear stories like that and to feel that power that's behind it. So you came to being a single mother with five children to now being married again. So how did that happen and to even become a minister, you know, a wife Um, minister?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. That's what I that's what I definitely wanted to talk about, because even when I was when I was around 22, 23, God told me that I was going to be uh, married to a minister. At that time, I was. And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> talking about this, this situation is not the situation I'm in this is not the situation <laughs> oh, no. this is not the situation. but I, all, all, um, I always knew that I was called in that way but my life didn't mirror it mm-hmm. so even yes. though God had spoken, I didn't see it at all but I kept I always kept it in the back of my head and I always believed it regardless of what my life looked like mm-hmm. so once I was uh, able to leave that situation it took 11 and a half Years of me growing, you know, maturing, Mm -hmm. being pruned, you know, processing and growing as a woman I needed to be in order to be able to meet the man of God that Mm -hmm. he had for me. Because, you know, I was praying specifically for a man of God. I said, God, I Mm -hmm. want someone for... I want someone for... From you, I don't want to make the decision myself because I don't make good decisions. Mm-hmm. I want you to show me the man that you have for me, and um, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. He gave me exactly, you know, what I prayed for, and he's a my husband right now he he's a minister we have our own church and everything that God promised me um to make a long short story short uh, short uh <laughs> he he fulfilled for me so it, it's unbelievable actually to watch it you know mm-hmm. myself i'm living it but it's mm. unbelievable for me you know for me to live it as well because i i just remember where i was so many years ago and i didn't know how i was going to get here right but God, all he said was just keep believing and then he just he just made a way Mm. he just made a way but i had to just stay faithful i had to stay true and i had to keep believing Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what i did
0: i love how you stressed on the word belief you know believe, believe 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 because a lot of times when we come short, when we come across the challenges, we tend to let the doubts fill in our hearts and then we lose that belief, you know? And I'm hearing you stressing on it. It's because it's very important when we believe we actually do see things moving around and things are achieving the way they're supposed to be. So we have to let it be in ourselves to build that belief because You know, it's hard, (laughs) you know, to have belief because we have it, but there are so many problems and troubles and, um, oh, you name it, challenges that come our ways Mm -hmm. that a lot of us, we ask, hmm, why is this happening to me? Why is it me all the time, you know? And that's where we start losing that belief. And I'm glad that you stressed on it, you know, so people in the audience, ladies and gents in the audience, you can take into that and start practicing, you know, hey, letting go of those those, those blocks, the, 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 the doubts that are taking your way and let yourself believe into the power of God, the power, whatever you believe in. Like I always say, whatever you call it, but just Mm -hmm. believe that it is. There's an intention and it will happen for you, not against you. So um, I recall during the pandemic, there are two things that happened in your home, you know, in your life. (laughs) You had your husband released a video and then you came out with a book, right?
1: yes yes he um my husband is a minister but he's also a gospel recording artist Mm -hmm. so he we were able to release two music videos um you know throughout the pandemic so actually his album release was right before the pandemic started Mm -hmm. and he was supposed to go on tour but then literally two weeks the country shut down. (laughs) So, um, you know, we had to go into quarantine and then that kind of put a lot of things on hold, but we were able, you know, as things kind of opened up a little bit, we were able Mm to, um, um, actually create two videos that's out one, you know, on the airways. He's on Pandora. He's on Apple music. He's everywhere. That's great. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Um, I'm so happy for him. And then also I was able to complete my book daily Mm -hmm. devotions of survival. Now the book, um, I've been working on the book since 2016, so it's been, you know, some years in the making, and the reason why I wrote the book, it it dawned on me one day, I was at a food pantry Mm -hmm. with my children. I was at a food pantry, so I have five children that are really hungry, and um, I had to go get assistance for food. Mm -hmm. So every time I would have to go, they would always have these things called a deli bread, um, mm-hmm. That I would see and read, and I just I was just going through so much, you know, at the time, and I just needed an outlet, so I would always pick it up and read it, you know, for my two hour, three hour wait waiting on the food for the kids, and you know I got I would take them home with me, and it just a light bulb went off on my head, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I'm I, I need I'm going to write a devotional. But Mm -hmm. because they inspired me so much because every time I was at the point of giving up I read the devotional and it gave me the strength and the courage to continue to go on and put a little bit more fight in me to get through what I was going through at that time and I wanted to do The same thing for other women, because I felt like the reason why I was going through so much in my life to be an inspiration for the people behind me. I realized that I said, God, why are you bringing me through all of this? He said, I need to bring you through all of this so you can be the person that can relate to everybody, that you can be the person that can inspire, you know, so many people. So if you haven't been through anything, how are you going to help anybody? Mm. So... I I wanted to do that in my book. I wanted to, you know, to speak about my personal stories of overcoming so many different obstacles, just from, you know, not only just abusive uh, relationships and dealing with, um, you know, insecurities, but, you know, just from dealing with rejection in life, you know, understanding who God is and grace, understanding, Value in your time um, mm-hmm. so the, the devotional is a 30-day devotional and you just read a devotional a day mm-hmm. and it's just a post, a personal story of inspiration basically um, mm-hmm. for you to you know get through life. I'm so uh, proud of
0: it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, just put it in front of the screen just so we could look yes. at the cover. There it is. Daily Devotions oh, yes. of yes. Survival. There it is. Yes. Thank you. It and I love the cover. It's so there's that, you know, you could see it's you walking, it's like walking through the the, the sea, the departed sea, right? Right, the right. Red Sea. And like that, you know that there's a vision. It's just like when the people you know in had to from israel were had to leave egypt right and yes. they had to follow <laughs> moses and all the vision so it's exactly where where we are when we are in our challenges right so for, for throughout the inspiration do is are there like bible studies in between of the the, the stories or just you know um Quotations from the bible that you know also take people to um dissect mm-hmm. even deeper into who they are like questions right. that are you know powerful questions to help them know yes. what are they going through and how to combat
1: those yes yes everything is based on scripture mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in the book. so every um in some chapters you know, I um, I have prayers okay. after the actual devotionals. Um, I, I you know I, I give prayers that you pray, and then I ask questions, um, and then you can actually write inside uh, of the book. You okay. know, okay, it's like so a journal. Yes, yeah, so as it's like well. A, you know, oh, I love so, it. So, yeah, everything is uh, Bible-based and scripture-based, so you're going to get everything inside of there. The first devotional is grace, and that is just talking about a time where I had to jump out of a moving car um, and Mm. run across the four-lane highway um, Mm. trying to escape barefooted, (laughs) barefooted, Um, trying to escape death. Um, You know, so that's where it starts off that's the first story that talks about grace and then i go into a prayer um i keep mm-hmm. some scripture references about the grace of god and then um go with your prayer with that one mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah and just even you know raising my my triplets because uh my triplets was born 15 weeks early i, I gotta okay. tell you i gotta tell you about god because it was just so much stuff that was going on in my life i was 23 having triplet sons that were 15. I didn't even know what a triplet was. Mm. Okay? <laughs> mm. And, you know, I have young, um, I have young, you know, kids right now around that age. I have kids around that age and I couldn't even imagine them dealing with that. The things that right. Right. I was dealing with at my, at that time. But they were 15 weeks early so that means that they had to um, have surgeries. There was the NICU for three months and I was mm. dealing with some serious stuff that, I don't even know how I was be um, able to do it without having a mental breakdown. With all the stuff that I was going through, so I had two kids that was maybe five and five at the time, and then Mm -hmm. I had the triplets. They were hospitalized. I was in abuse. All this stuff was going at the same time. I was uh, in an abusive marriage, um, and then I was dealing with sickly um, babies. And so many people ask me they when they when I tell them that I'm a triple Mm. mama. They see the triplets. they will just like, I don't understand. They don't believe me, first of all, and they—they always would say, "How are you so calm?"
0: They -hmm. were always.
1: Everybody asked me, "How are you so calm?" And you know, I was thinking, I was just like, "It's the grace of God." Yes. It's nothing nothing that I'm doing because they have people pulling their hairs out with one kid, but I was able to have so much peace Mm -hmm. throughout all the turmoil. Mm-hmm. in my life and I know that um, it's no explanation mm-hmm. for any of that but um, understanding that God had his hand in the whole thing mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well said because you know if it was you by yourself it is for sure you wouldn't be able to do all that and mm-hmm. beyond you know and because God was there and he was you know the the, the he covered you
1: basically yeah <laughs> so
0: there was no way anything else could have happened to you since you already you are covered by his arm you know you have his armor and you you are equipped by everything he he made sure he shielded you just so even if the babies would cry you would still be you you know and taking care of your children because they are your children after all so he would give you the understanding the you know the integrity the confidence, even if he'll give mm-hmm. you all that, and build yeah. you even more, just mm-hmm. so you can continue to be there for your children,
1: right? So, mm. oh, and my even and, and even the wisdom, because I feel like you know, being so young, so many yes. kids, or just they're ignorant to a lot of stuff. But I had to grow up really, really, really fast, and you have to have a certain maturity level to really be able to handle. Yes. You know where I was at that time in my life, so I know even that mm-hmm. it was because you know, uh, the grace guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> so yes, when I look yes. back on it, I'm like, wow, I'm I'm still blown away. Mm-hmm. I'm still blown away by it, by it all. So.
0: Your journey was a journey that was set up for you from your at your birth. You know, so you mm-hmm. he needed you to. And like you said, to learn a lot of things, you know, just so you could know how to help women now. And now now let's talk about what you do in servicing women and getting them to build themselves and empower themselves and build you know, the confidence and also knowing that they are true servants of God so they can stay on their journey and learning through the scriptures so they can help in their surroundings as well. So tell us, how did you start it and how is it going? So tell us, how are you pushing through?
1: Yes. Yes, definitely. So, um, you know, after we graduate, you know, we graduated from um, coaching, I knew that I was supposed to work with women, but I was still trying to figure out like how, what arena. I knew I wanted to work. I knew I knew I wanted to be Bible based. I knew that, but I was mm-hmm. still trying to figure out, you know, how to piece it all together. And then January of 2020 guy gave me Wife Tribe, the name um, and everything. And so he said, it's going to be a community of women. It just wasn't going to be just focused on just individual. I was going to have a whole community. So August 2020, fast forward to August 2020, I actually launched it. I was in the process of um, creating it for those months from January to August, and I actually launched it in um, August of 2020. So it's a community for single, engaged, and married women, and we assist women to have a fulfilled life um, in, in Christ. So we do so much, um, but the main focus is I, I know that it says wife tribe, but the main focus is its really just to become a bold woman, a bold woman in Christ. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that that's the main thing. We wanna create long lasting marriages, but the only way you can really can do that is if you have your own personal, you know, relationship yes. with yes. God. So I created the community and it's doing very well right now. Um we have over 700 women on facebook right now mm-hmm. um, i had no idea that it was going to take off um, <laughs> i had no idea that it was going to take off um like it did so um, with white tribe we have bible studies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for women to come in and learn um, you know, who they are as women of Christ. We have pillow talk and pillow talk is just for women to really have really in depth conversations that you probably can't have with girlfriends or you're embarrassed to talk about or maybe right. you maybe can't talk about what you're your friends or even your spouse, um, or you know, your significant other, you probably can't have those conversations. So we just opened up a forum for women to really learn from one another. Mm-hmm. And um, we have prayer circle, which we have tonight, um, and uh, book clubs. So this is all about empowerment. Mm, I love the sound of it. So- yeah, it's all about empowerment and just learning how to be godly wives um, because a lot of times in the world we f- we focus on the man so much but yes. we have to stand our role as women woman yes. and the who we are really dictate the type of marriage mm-hmm. you know, that, that you have. You play a substantial role. I know the world tell you you're supposed to sit back and just let the man take care <laughs> of
0: you. <laughs> yes. You know, it's safe we can always <laughs> <laughs> work around that mindset huh
1: <laughs> yes it, it's just you know it's tainted in the world marriage is tainted you know mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm. redefining what it really is and how sacred mm-hmm. um it is because so many people take it lightly yes and yes. um we just want to bring the under the understanding the god God's way we want to do it God's way we don't want to do it the world's way so that's really what we're doing it's a lifestyle brand um mm. white five. and it's just about us being godly wives and then helping the single woman kind of assist them and train them to be prepared for the man yeah. of God oh. when he comes So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like a training ground.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm listening to you and you're talking about uh, the (laughs) pillow talk. How do you usually do it? Do you do it inside the group or do you have a different community where they meet or in person or is it on zoom? Mm -hmm. How is
1: that? And how Um, is it happening? Yes. Everything that we're doing right now is in our group. It's on Facebook. So you have to be a member of the group in order to be a part of all the things that we're doing. So we have, we go inside of rooms. It's like a Zoom. It's like a Zoom um, on Facebook. And so we're able to see each other. You can have up to 50 women Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. at a time. So we just all get on there and we just, you know, have our... Conversations now. Pillow talk is private, so we don't record it or anything, okay? Um, because we want really, you know, that's where you can be vulnerable. That's mm-hmm. where you can be mm-hmm. really asked real questions, and it's a no judgment zone. Mm-hmm. Um, because women might be dealing with some real issues. They could be dealing with infidelity. They can yes. be dealing with abuse. They can be dealing with, you know, financial issues, and they mm-hmm. need they need some godly wisdom. So we don't want to record that and put that out in the public. Mm -hmm. Um, but our Bible studies um, are are that yeah we record them and you can watch those later so
0: yes I love that I'm I'm (laughs) part of the group by the way (laughs) so it is always good you know when us women, we are there to empower others, you know, around us. Because you know, you and I, we are both coaches, executive coaches, and we know that there are points in our lives when we cannot do it by ourselves. And right. the best way we can grow is by having a support system. Is how it is by having a circle that's going to help you grow. It's not like the people in your life; they're not good for you. But at some point in life, they may not be a fit anymore because the way you see things and you value things in your life, mm-hmm. they don't see it that way. Sometimes mm-hmm. because they are overprotective of you, they think if you make a decision of if you go a certain route, mm-hmm. you know something is wrong, and then you know there goes the yin and yang between the mm-hmm. two of you know or the group that you're in. Whereas if you go into a circle where nobody's judging, everything is confidential, you know, which is the same way in your personal circle, but sometimes in your personal circle, because of the, the, the overprotection that people have so much that you don't feel comfortable anymore because you, you don't know if you should experience life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I would always, you know, tell people live life curiously because, you know, by being curiously living your life, you are able to be amongst those who have been in a certain journeys that you are now as well, and they can actually guide you through, um, your life and from your group, from your stories, I can tell that that's what you do. You bring that support system to those women, whether single or married or divorced who Mm -hmm. are in search for a support group, a support system to Mm -hmm. come in as a community to build together.
1: Right. Definitely. So, you know, it's about, it's a lifestyle. It's, we do is a way of life is we're not just doing it this is how we live our lives so white tribe, you know it is it is a lifestyle you know we really live for god in every area of our life you should be able to see it so you know we also have fit tribe because we understand as a woman we just can't you know we want to make sure that we are spiritually okay we want to make sure that we're mentally okay we want to make sure that we're physically okay mm-hmm. you know we, may, we want to make sure that we're good in every green in our lives so um i developed fit drive and we actually do meetups nice. um ah. and, and invite the woman to come out and work out because um we have to take care of our health too not yes. just you yes. know, every woman you want to be able to look great for your spouse keep yourself up but also you know, you want to be an example for mm-hmm. your family.
0: You want to be able
1: to, you know, provide um, great meals for your spouse and your and your children. So it's the all around, you know, lifestyle,
0: mm-hmm. um, you
1: know, brand what we do here. So we also just, we, I know we talked about this before, but I'm in the process of creating the, uh, a mastermind. And that is um, to focus on uh, finance and building wealth. Mm-hmm. So we are mm-hmm. adding that implement to it. We haven't started it yet, but yeah, it's gonna be, you know, it's a go-to place. <laughs> for, I love that. <laughs> for, yeah, for, for women and guys. So you're gonna be able to get everything you need from the tribe. And
0: you know, I really like the whole setup that you have, you know, that system you created for the the the, the women because you know, it's like you said, it's not just wives. But it's also women who are who want to build a relationship with god whether single or divorced but Mm -hmm. they can be comfortable in such a group and i'm you know for you to have the fit you know tribe as well that's excellent because Mm -hmm. i can tell you i (laughs) i used to be growing up i used to be very judgmental when i go to my church you know because i could never understand when you see the pastor is so fit he's working out he looks so good and the wives are just letting themselves be floppy and oh. i never <laughs> like that because to me it brings a the it's not a good s- signal because when they don't it, it does not appear appealing that's that's how i used to see it you know i no longer Judge that way because <laughs> I grew up in church. Okay. And I'm telling you, I never liked it because I, to me, I feel like if your husband is making sure that he's staying fit and mentally, physically, because remember, we need our mental to be fit. Just so when we bring wisdom, when we pray, when we meditate to God, we bring the value to help those in our, you know, who are following to the right place. Now, Mm -hmm. I have seen some, well, I used to see that they don't really, the wives, they just dress anyhow, they go to church, yeah? Mm -hmm. The over, you know, it's like, the, the excessive weight and all that. And I used to always wonder, but if your husband can do it, why not walk around and go exercise with your husband and do it together? I but mm-hmm. in coaching, as I got to understand my calling and understand my, my purpose better, I came to realize that
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not because they don't want, it's because they're a place where they are still stuck because they still see themselves as, but I'm a wife. The Bible says you have to do this. You have to obey your wife, your husband. You have to to cook for the family. And then they really distance themselves from being themselves. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're not present for you, those children that you are raising, they're not going to see you that way. Mm-hmm. You mean? Right. So I I know that it's a it's because a lot of time it's a it's that um, power of confidence that we lose or those women lose because in their mind they feel like well but that's not what I'm supposed to do I'm supposed to be there for the world for the church for the everybody and then neglecting themselves. Meanwhile, you know the husbands are carrying on and being fit and all that. So. You know, I think it's a good thing when, you know, if you to have a a group like that where you are inspiring women not to be fit to show up or show off to people, but to be fit because it's going to help them spiritually, mentally, and physically.
1: Yeah, it's it's all about you know all that connects. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So being fit being physically fit, mentally, you know, and emotionally and spiritually, that all, you know, it all definitely connects and, you know, make women understand that when you become a wife, you don't let yourself go just yes. because, just because, you know, you have a husband now, now it's time to work a little harder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, look pretty, um, do a little
0: makeup. Well, if you don't like makeup, don't go yes, to makeup, yes, but keep yes. yourself, up, you know, afraid. Like
1: yes. I, yeah. I noticed that a lot of women, you know, you get caught up, you know, with your children. But what we, um, you know, tell the woman definitely put put time into yourself. Yes. Don't don't let yourself go. You know, whatever you was doing before you met your spouse, continue to do, you know, definitely yes. have your me time. Mm-hmm. Definitely take care of yourself, because if you are on zero if you're depleted you're, you're no good for your spouse and that. your spouse will love to see that your spouse will love to see you take care of yourself in that way you know mm-hmm. and that that may if he's not motivated that will definitely motivate him mm-hmm. to be on on top of his put a little stuff. candle in the bathroom put a little yes. candle, classical music
0: read bible yes. next you know make sure yes. it's done in the name of
1: jesus Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are married, so you can do what you want. <laughs> so make sure, make sure that you are taking care of yourself to keep your spouse status yes. You know, yes. completely satisfied. So I'm, I'm really big on that. So we definitely implement it. Fit Tribe, that is part of the reason why, and another part is definitely just to keep ourselves, you know, healthy Um, because like you said, in the church for some reason growing up in church, a lot of people do let themselves go, they don't take Mm -hmm. care of themselves physically, Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to make that a part of uh, the ministry. Of thank you for that. that. Thank you for yeah. that. Amen. And thank you because, you know, I
0: think that it's going to help, especially the new generation to understand yeah. that, you know, you don't have, being married doesn't mean that you are a slave of marriage. Being married means that you continue to inspire your husband and your husband continues to inspire you. So therefore you do everything to keep the marriage solid. So meaning self-care, you you know, take care of yourself, embracing who you are, loving yourself, self-love, because you're not only giving your love away, but you need to give it to yourself as well. And these are the things that I believe that, could, you know, they need to um, learn and be inspired in the learning of the Bible and the scriptures just so they can keep on going. So thank you to you for, you know, bringing that to a platform where women can be supported and feel like they are not bad themselves. closer to wrapping up what are three tips that you would want to live to the women who are listening and it's not just to the women but people in general women and gentlemen who are listening what can they do to support their marriage to keep their marriage solid, and you know just so if they need to start working on themselves they can start doing that now
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna give my three tips and then I'm gonna answer those. Uh, The first one, when you uh, asked me that, I was thinking, I was just like, I was really going back far, (laughs) you know, when I was a teenager and then my young adult years and, you know, to my age now, I was really thinking about what advice I can really give. But one thing that I came up with is don't compare your life um, to anyone else's and just stay focused on your journey because you never know what your end is gonna be. And so many times that we try to create the life that we want, we make so many mistakes and we excuse the wrong people and we get into things that we're not supposed to be in and God can have better for you, but you're so busy comparing and trying to create something that you're not supposed to, um, that you don't really get what you deserve. So don't compare your life stop looking at you know my friend she's doing this my sister she's doing that um I have a really um successful sister I'm talking about successful I'm talking about in politics broke laws worked with Bill Clinton Mm. doctorate like elite schools and throughout the years I was a teen mom (laughs) struggling to raise children. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, for a long time, I was just like, oh, you know, I wish I would have, you know, done it her way. I should have did it her way. You know, I was just looking at her life and I was just like, man, she's successful. She's already here, there, you Mm -hmm. know, and everywhere. But um, if I would have did it that way, I wouldn't have been where I am you know right now what god really had for me in the place that i was actually supposed to be i, I would have ruined um you know what he had for me because the places that i wanted to go when i look at it now those places would have destroyed me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um in so many different facets that was her lane and god had my own so mm-hmm. that yeah for me he has it for me and look it, you know and it panned yeah. out exactly the way it needed to be and now you know we have because I'm in my space and she's in her space we have such a close relationship and now we can help Mm -hmm. each other I didn't have to do it her way Mm -hmm. um you know just so don't compare your life just allow God to just make the path Mm -hmm. for you so that's my first tip um the second one would be um what we were talking about earlier believe um Mm -hmm. just because you don't see it how it's going to happen, still believe. Like I said, I was in my waiting season for like 11 years. I had so many people tell me that you would never be married. (laughs) You would never, you know, your children will have to be grown. Don't a man want to take care of somebody else's children. I had so much negativity. If I didn't believe it myself, Mm -hmm. if I didn't write it down, if I didn't speak it for myself, Mm -hmm. even when my life didn't look anything like it, I didn't even, I don't even know how (laughs) my path and when I really think about it, and I'm just going to say this really quick, how I met my husband is so crazy to me because I was introduced by a friend that I had met five years prior, but it was his friend 20 years. So when I met the friend, he never mentioned
0: wow.
1: him to me. <laughs> we, <would> know. <laughs> we knew each other for five years, but he never mentioned my husband to me. Mm-mm-mm. It wasn't until a specific time that he was like, okay, let me introduce, but he was going through something. I was going through something. And at the perfect time, it was supposed to you know, happen. So I had no idea when I met my friend, I was working at a job as a single mom. I was working at a photography warehouse mm-hmm. and I was the receptionist and I sold the guy who introduced me to my husband a camera. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him from Adam.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> I entered, And then we, we developed a relationship. He took pictures of my children. And who knew that guy that walked in the door to sell me a camera would be the guy that opened, that introduced me to my spouse and opened up my life to this. You wow. never know, I was in the place that I was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, I can, of course, then I didn't know it. But just when I think about it, it's just amazing to me. So you just have to keep believing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like that, God is going to intervene on your behalf. And he's going to make it happen. You don't have to worry about how it's going to happen. He's going to do it.
0: Amen to that. Yes. <laughs>
1: um you know always believe and then the last one i have um i was kind of juggling because it was just so many that i wanted to give but just learn to be happy Mm. no matter what space you're in in -hmm. life um have joy regardless and don't wait for things to look a certain way for you to show appreciation for your life so um a lot of people just feel like they can't be happy until they have their life look a certain way but Mm if God, if he can see that you're happy right where you are when I was, you know, no money when I was lonely, you know what I mean, I had joy, I was smiling each and every day, I showed appreciation for life, I showed up every day even though my life didn't look how I wanted it to look Mm -hmm. you know, I learned to be happy in whatever space I was in Mm-hmm. And when, mm-hmm. you, when you can do that that's when things will yes, open up yes, yes. Yeah, well, oh. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> thank you for sharing thank you for sharing so Era, if somebody wants to connect with you want to you know become part of the tribe or work with you mm-hmm. where can they find you
1: okay so the official wife tribe is the name of the Facebook group um, so if you're on Facebook just go to the uh, facebook.com slash the official wife tribe mm-hmm. we have a website um, also the official wife tribe.com so that's where you can go and subscribe and you can actually keep up with us and everything that we have going on our different events workshops upcoming mm-hmm. retreats um, if we're going to different cities to do workshops mm-hmm. and um, so panels we have so much coming up uh we're just trying to get through this corona season yes <laughs> yes and, um. Um, we're definitely going to be more visible so the official white tribe.com um, on instagram we're at the official white tribe um as well so you can find um, us there if you want to find me i am under erin nicole on facebook and epic Erin Nicole um on Instagram so white tribes we do have um Christian counseling and uh Christian coaching so if anybody is in need of coaching or counseling you can go on our website and put in a request to um, have services so we do offer one-on-one services for coaching and uh counseling
0: wonderful thank you so much oh so ladies and gents who are listening i'm hoping that you had some great 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 tips this evening um just make sure that in everything that you're doing you do not compare yourselves with others you do not envy what others have you just have to wait your turn because that's one thing we teach children right we, t- we teach them all <laughs> the time to take t- to wait their turn so try to do the same and learn to wait your turn and also start believe into you know what's happening is happening for you so god would not let you be on your own you know he always trace a path for you so just believe that everything will be okay for you and accepting that. So love yourself, you know, one of the things that you need to do. And if you want to join the tribe, you know what to do. The Official Wife Tribe is there for you and you could go to the website as well. So on that, we want to say good night, good evening, good day to you. That was unleashed unapologetically. Good night,
1: everyone. Good night. (laughs)